You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. But just like with the stock market, I've been investing in the stock market for years and that's always been such a long-term play that I'm like, ah, you know, it hurts, it sucks when the market goes down. We really haven't seen it go down, seriously go down in, you know, 15 years, right? But you got to keep in mind like, oh, this is a long-term investment. I'm going to I'm going to ride it through. It's going to come back up. This is probably a good buying opportunity. And you know, the, the people that panic and sell end regret up doing, it. They regret it, right? They end up doing the worst, right? You hear, I hear stories of, you know, from older relatives that, yeah, we, my advisor convinced me, or we sold everything in 2008 during the, you know, the 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 recession, and and we just couldn't, we had to, we couldn't retire on time, and all this stuff, and it's like, oh, if you just want to hold on, I know it's hard, but if you just want to held on, everything came back and went higher than it was before. You know, I've interviewed so many people on my crypto business podcast, and I've heard the stories of the people that regrettedly sold their Bitcoin when it went from like $30 to $300 because they yeah. 10x their money. I've talked to a lot of those people too. You know, I've also met and talked to plenty of people that actually held, you know, and just said, you know what? I believe in the long-term thesis of what's happening here, and I'm just going to ride this out. Yeah. And it never, ever is down as long as everybody thinks it's down, right? I mean, like yeah. this is... This, there's still so few people that are investing in NFTs right now. Yeah. And when when the masses continue to come into these projects, guess where they're going to go? They're going to want to be part of the projects that are the projects that are have got that legacy name behind them, and that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, there's only something like a million wallets right now, or you know, maybe even less than that, and lots of people that have multiple wallets. So there's really not very many people in this game, all things considered. I think there's more people that have crypto. And just for the the like for record, as we're recording this, Bitcoin's just under thirty thousand. Ethereum's at eighteen hundred. It's been as high as I think forty four hundred in the past. And in the past, I just saw a great chart on Twitter about this the other day. In the past, in 2020, 2021, I remember when Ethereum would go down, NFT prices would go up because they would almost kind of track from a U.S. dollar perspective prices. But in this market, as Ethereum goes down, the NFT prices go down as well. It's just. It's ugly. Everything seems correlated: stocks, crypto, NFTs. When some go down, everything else goes down. So it's it's hard. You got to keep that long term mentality in mind, right? You've invested for the long haul, and you believe that most of these projects, the founders, the operators, are going to build something, make something out of this. And like you said, as more people get into this space, it, it's going to be worth more money long term. Hundred percent. And it's the hardest thing in the world to just say, okay, I've invested in these nfts and i'm not going to touch them i'm just going to not touch them you know it is fascinating how fickle a lot of investors are like i am in too many discords to count you know what i mean and like it's just it's really really interesting i'm starting to notice kind of trends across a lot of nft projects but i think the days of people investing in projects from anonymous people are coming to an end yeah i feel like doxed founders are really where it's at I also feel like really strong roadmaps are going to be absolutely essential. I think we might even be entering into an era where instead of launching 10,000 NFTs, you're going to see a lot of 3,000 or 5,000 NFT project launches because that way at least they can they can limit the, the supply numbers and stuff. But yeah, man, it's, I mean, I believe in this so much, I decided to start a conference about it, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's not a small investment. That's a bigger investment than my NFT investment. Yeah. That's you know? a big investment. I know. I, like I've run a conference as well. It's a very big investment, time and money. Yeah. To go back to that question then from a macro perspective, I know 
you know, you've invested a lot and, and many of those have not done well, at least in the short term, you know, hopefully they're all going to work out in the long term. But what do, what do you see from a macro perspective that gets you really excited about this space that, that caused you to want to not only invest, but start the podcast and the conference and everything else? Well, first of all, it is absolutely fascinating to see NFTs as alternative ways to launch businesses. Mm. Right? I mean, that is essentially what I think is happening here with a lot of these smart projects. For example, you know, I come back to Moonbirds, you know, Kevin Rose specifically is using the money he made off of his NFT launch to launch his next big business, right? And he's got Alex Ohanian, I think is his name. The guy that co-founded Reddit is an, a, made a $10 million investment in what he's doing. They're calling it a business, right? They're talking about hiring developers and stuff. So this is exciting because even though it's not a security quote unquote yet in, in the United States, this is a chance to have liquidity to, to invest in projects and founders and just kind of watch what happens and watch some of the amazing benefits that come from just holding some of these things. So for example, Moonbirds ended up dropping these things called oddities to anybody who has held their Moonbird in the nest for at mm -hmm. least 30 yeah, they days. They nested and, their bird, which means it wasn't listed for sale, right? It was, you were- Well, it's, they actually have this thing where you have to actually nest it and it actually does change it on the blockchain so that you can't sell it. Mm -hmm. So it's actually like staking almost, but it still lives in your wallet. And over time, what they're doing is they're incentivizing people to hold in the nest and only rewarding people at certain statuses in the nest. So at the first 30 days, you get like a, I think I forget, it's a Chrome nest or whatever, and the nest changes to platinum or whatever over time. So this is a fundamental shift in the way NFT projects are working because they're rewarding the longest holders. They're not rewarding everyone. Right. So these these oddities are basically, we don't know what they are yet, but they're selling for like almost 2.8 Ethereum. Mm -hmm. And I got four of them dropped in my wallet and I'm really tempted to like sell them, you know, but on the other side, it's like, man, if you got airdropped serum, you know, and you were a board ape holder, right. you probably didn't would have regretted selling that yeah. because you, you end up getting a mutant ape out of that. And those are worth like quite a bit of money. Yep. So I'm just kind of holding to see what's going to happen with this particular project. But I, but if we step back, I think we are in a new era of business building opportunities for entrepreneurs, marketers, and creators. And I feel like it's the Gary V's of the world and the Kevin Roses and, you know, Board Ape Yacht Society is doing and many others that are setting kind of new standards of opportunities. And, and it's, it's fascinating because when you can make it fun and you can also have that liquidity, meaning anyone can sell it at any moment on the secondary market and that original creator benefits with that creator fee, I feel like it's just fascinating, you know, and then you take what the Bulls and Apes project is doing with their guarantee, their ETH back guarantee for the first six months. That's why you and I bought quite a few of them because we can go ahead and get all of our money back yep. if we want to. And I feel like there's a lot of pioneers out here doing really creative things with contracts that are going to be the future of business. Instead of going to, you know, um, Kickstarter, you know, people are launching NFT projects and they're using these to fund new businesses and new initiatives in a pretty creative way. And you don't need a lot of people. You just need the right people. And that's what I think is absolutely fascinating. Yeah, absolutely true. So you started the uh, crypto business podcast and yes. I I'm curious. What was your 
motivation behind starting that? Was it just simply to learn from others, to build a brand in the space, to teach other people? And you know, what are some lessons you've learned from you know talking yeah. to other experts? Well, I love interviewing people. Yeah. It's what I've been yeah. doing on the social media marketing podcast for about a decade. And there's nothing, as you know, better than getting a chance to talk to people that have a unique perspective and then have your audience actually love that conversation. And I also know that podcasting is a great way to build strategic relationships with individuals as well. So the reason I launched it is because I saw back in January of 2022 that this was the perfect time. So many of the other podcasts that are out there are focused heavily on finance, right? Like Bankless or their decentralized finance in, in the Bankless case, or they're heavily focused on the technical side of it, right? There's a lot of techie like Delphi Project yep. or the Delphi Podcast. And I wasn't finding a lot of shows other than your show and Fanzo's NFT365 that were really focusing on more of kind of what are some of the business applications here as a matter of fact nobody was really talking about how could this be used for business most right, people right. were talking about like various projects and stuff so right. so i thought to myself there's an opportunity for me to take the legacy of social media examiner and the reputation of our brand and to start a pet project and to explore what nfts and DAOs and social tokens are and what they mean because i know we're early days and I know because when I remember when I started Social Media Examiner back in 2009, I know what it was like to be early, even mm -hmm. though I felt late in the yeah. world of social, right? Yeah. This was pre TikTok and pre Instagram, right? Crazy. And, you know, and I feel late in the world of NFTs, but you and I both know that's not true. It's early. Yeah. We're still, we're still really, really early. So started the podcast. And in the back of my head, I said to myself, I think I'd like to have a conference as well. So I knew that I was going to be launching a conference before I launched the podcast. Mm -hmm. So crypto business conference, crypto business podcast, you know, and a lot of people have asked me why crypto. Well, I just kind of figured crypto is the hot buzzword, you know, NFTs are still a buzzword, but NFTs yeah. do fall under crypto. You know, maybe I could have gone with web three. I don't know. There's just, yeah. but, but it and is the good what thing it is, is. You can always change it later if you want to. I mean, I can always change it, but yeah. So, so, I've just, you know, I don't know, I'm about 25 episodes in. I love it. Got a lot of fans that are loving the show. It's not oh. a big show compared to my other show, but it is a loyal audience. I've listened to it. It's a good show. Thank you. Some good stuff on there. Any, any like big lessons that stick out that you've learned from maybe talking to people on the show or just going on this journey besides, you know, some of the investing stuff? It's really hard to find good talent mm. to bring on a show because lots of people want to talk about the finance side of it. Yeah. And that's not what my show's about. You know, my show is intentionally not about the finance side of it. It's more about like the business development side of it or the how DAOs are alternatives to businesses and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So so it's been difficult for me to find people because this industry is so nascent. It's so new. It's so young. There aren't a lot of people who are coaches and consultants and authors and course creators. They're just rare. You know what I mean? And yep. those that are out there are almost all focused on the financial side of it, mm. the business side of it. So, so it's been a bit of a struggle. So I've been going to conferences, you know, meeting individuals like Manny Coates, who I met at NFT LA, who ultimately we have both had on our show and I've yeah. permissionless and I'm heading out to NFT NYC and I'm just on the hunt for really great individuals who want to 
help the world understand these things because I feel like we have an incredible opportunity, all of us, to really change the world in a pretty dramatic way because if we can help people understand how to use these things, more people are going to want to do these things, not just invest in them, but start their own. And that's what I hope to teach the world eventually, which is how to yeah. how to go from idea to execution on NFT projects and DAOs and social tokens. That's where I hope to go. Yeah, I'm glad you started that because that's one of the top questions I get from friends in my network having a big, you know, I work a lot in the corporate space, but having a big entrepreneurial network is, well, how can we use this for our business? You know, I have a big network of fellow podcasters because I have gone to many of the podcast conferences like Podcast Movement and PodFest and made many friends in that space, as well as social media marketing world, right? And then people start asking me, well, how can we use NFTs? How can we leverage Web3 to build our business? And I'm trying to figure that out as well, but just been collecting ideas because I think that is the future. That is for businesses to uh, use NFTs, whether to raise money or fund projects or even just to support a show, right? Instead of like, you know, some of the other platforms that are out there, like buy me a coffee or whatever it is, right? There's a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. And that's why for the crypto business conference, you know, lineup that I'm working on, I really wanted to, you know, break it into like, how do you start an NFT project, right? Like how do you, how do you do contracts and security and minting and generative art? And then how do you actually launch, right? Community is so important to all this stuff, right? So mm -hmm. how do you create that pre-mint excitement? How do you develop that community, collaborate with other projects, you know, and, and then how do you actually, once you've got an NFT and you've launched it, how do you use it to sustain a business, right? Because it is one of those kind of things that's like, it's, it's not just one and done. If it is, then everyone's going to call you a rug pull, right? You know, and then what about DAOs and how does that all work together and how can those be alternative ways of starting businesses and what about the metaverse and how do we build for that so this is what my vision is i'm trying to find all the right people to teach on these things it's no small task but they will be at the crypto business conference <laughs> in san diego and um it is one of those this is part of the reason i'm going to a lot of events right which is to try to meet individuals who have been successful and are willing to talk about their success but it, it so reminds me of the early days of social like everybody, you know, there's this concept of wag me, right? We're all going to make it, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, did I get that right? Yeah. We're yeah. all going to make we're, it. Yeah. We're going to make it. WGMI. Yeah. Yeah. There is this certain sense of community right now. That's kind of fun and exciting. And, and everybody seems to be wanting to work together to help each other. And I just know that we're going to look back at the, the year 2022 and we're going to say, man, that was when project X launched. Can you believe it? Like the next major projects we can't even imagine yet haven't yeah. even launched yet you know yeah yeah and it's yeah. so exciting to be part of the early days of this really wild wild west yeah i agree with you 100 percent. it's exciting to be part of it it's you know like we talked about in the beginning it's a little scary and and you know easy to be down on it right now because prices are down on things but in general still like we're very early exciting times a lot of people are going to be figuring out how do we build a business around this just like with web too, right? It took a while, but so many businesses are like, oh, I need a Facebook you know, page. I need this and that. Like, how do I leverage social media? And in the beginning, nobody had it figured out. And now today, 2022, you'd be hard pressed to find any major company that doesn't have a whole social media team, right? That's, that is, and many of them go to your conference, right? To figure but out- But here's the plan. crazy thing. No one's talking about what we're, you've been talking about for the last few minutes. Like there are yeah. very few individuals right now who are teaching these kinds of things. And it's- right. Part of why it's so hard because it's complicated. You know what I mean? And it's like, 
that's part of the reason why I've been investing in projects because what better way to learn than to actually go out there and actually understand some of the struggles and stuff like that. So I might have a couple people for you. Oh, good. Please. Thinking about this, you know, building, building, building my network in this space. As we wrap this up, any other like important lessons that you've learned that you think might be valuable for other people who are still trying to figure this NFT space out? Well, first of all, if you're confused, join the club. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nobody knows what the heck's going on. Okay. Right. There is no one way to do anything full stop, end of story. So don't feel like you can't get started because you want to, you think you might want, you might make a mistake. The truth is everyone's going to make mistakes and better to just get started and do something. That's, that's the first thing. The second thing is there's a lot of cool companies that are being born that are designed to help make this easier. You know, and I've interviewed some of them on my show, like the unlock guys from unlock protocol, which allowed us to do our NFT launch for our social media marketing world, physical attendees for practically pennies. There's, there's a lot of software companies that are building tools that make certain parts of this easy. Here's the best way I want you to think about this. Remember when we used to have to code HTML and then WordPress came out and nobody ever needed to do that again? Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm not even kidding. In the next year, you're going to see a lot of WordPress kind of companies that are literally going to do everything. They're going to handle every piece of it. They're going to help you randomize your art. They're going to help you do the minting process. They're going to help you do all the things, you know, and, and then the community side of it, you know, right now, Discord is kind of where it's at and Twitter, but the problem is Discord's a nightmare to work with. Yeah. Well, guess what? Kevin Rose is working on an alternative to Discord Mm. and so are others, right? So you're going to see a lot of interesting, fascinating alternatives that are going to make it really easy to have token gated access to content. And this is going to be the future, right? You hold the NFT, that NFT unlocks exclusive access into communities and content. This stuff is coming. And real life it's, events and businesses and all kinds of things. It's, it's be- all coming right now and it's coming really, really fast. Yeah. So you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to like kind of dive in a little bit and just say, okay, I want to explore knowing full well that maybe I'm going to spend the next year just learning, you know, because I, I know my peers aren't doing it. And I know that once I do figure this out, it could be absolutely fascinating. And I do want to leave a couple of encouraging words for anybody who has any background in marketing or community development. There is going to be a massive opportunity for you. There's a lot of money being invested in a lot of these projects and they've got money for people that understand how to help nurture and develop community. This involves doing Twitter spaces and getting people excited about being part of community. It involves developing communities inside of Discord. It involves developing communities inside of platforms that are yet to come out. But if you've got any background with really getting people excited about projects and promotion and all that kind of stuff, well, guess what? This is going to be like the number one thing that a lot of these projects are going to need outside of the technical side of it. And most of us aren't techies, but maybe we understand enough about communication that there's an incredible opportunity. I'm here to tell you that if you decided to leave your career working for an agency, let's say you're listening, someone listening works for an agency and go out and put your flag in the ground and say, I'm going to be a consultant or an agency owner, just specializing in NFT promotions or launches or community development. You're going to have so much work, so much business. You won't even know what to do with yourself. 
these are early days and every industry that emerges needs these kinds of people to do these kinds of work. And it's an yeah. incredible opportunity for the right kind of entrepreneur. Oh, I love that. Such encouraging words. Agree. My wife's cousin, who's much younger than me, was starting a degree program on marketing recently. And I said, please, please, please study Web3 because it is going to be the future of everything. And if you know that now, there's going to be so many opportunities. And I don't know if he if he took my words to heart or not. I got to check in on him. But I, I do agree. There's going to be so many opportunities for those that are willing to dive in and study it. You don't have to invest thousands of dollars in buying stuff. You just need to study and follow what's going on and come up with new ideas and share those. And uh, the sky's the limit. 100%. Well, Michael, this has been really great. Thank you so much for, for coming on. For people that want to follow along with what you're doing, especially in the Web3 space, and you've got the Crypto Business Podcast. You've also got the Crypto Business Conference coming up later this year in October 2022 in San Diego. Where's the best place for people to go well, if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm Mike underscore Stelzner, S-T-E-L-Z-N-E-R. Turns out that I've been active on Twitter for a very long time, and it's great to come back to an old friend. And, you know, uh, Twitter is really where it's at in the world of crypto. So yeah. feel free to tweet me up there. That's probably the best way to connect with me. And then, of course, as you mentioned, uh, my podcast is available in everywhere audio podcasts. But I also we also have a YouTube channel for those of you that are visual. But I will tell you that I launched bonus episodes of the Crypto Business Podcast only in audio. So that's when I will go on and I will talk about fascinating things that are kind of off script, if you will, that are just me and the listener. So if you want the full experience, then be sure to subscribe on your favorite audio podcast app. Yeah. And check out tickets to the Crypto Business Conference coming up uh, later this year. Mike, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. Always enjoy chatting with you and look forward to talking more in the future. Thank you, Andy. Thanks again for listening to my NFT journey. Hey, I wanted to take a moment to let you know that our podcast right now is sponsored by voice.com. Yeah, voice is an easy place for creators to create carbon neutral NFTs. That's right. You may have heard about NFTs from the outcry around environmental impact and how much energy is being burned by Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and NFTs and tokens traded on the blockchain. Well, voice is 65,000 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin and 17,000 times more energy efficient than Ethereum. So if you're looking to create some NFTs very easily or buy some NFTs, especially low cost NFTs, very easily with US dollars and without burning lots of energy or impacting the environment, then check out voice.com. I am working on creating my own collection of NFTs on voice, and I've found so far that it's extremely easy. All you need is the right graphic, the right strategy, or what you want to create. Decide what you want to give to people when they buy the NFTs, and then go set it up. It only takes a few minutes. So go check it out, voice.com, and let me know what you think.